referring to me Bitch, I be doing it, I'ma stay ruthless Hoes going crazy, they ludicrous Tell me you be the best, I'ma beat on my chest Flex on my ex, then I'm on to the next What can I say, man, I'm blessed Hey, then I'm up to the net Phone on the game, we be counting them checks Welcome to the Frame of Flower Podcast. This is episode number 27. I am joined by a very special guest. His name is Z. He is from Clout King. And I really appreciate you for coming on, Z. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, dude. Um, so I came across you about like I've heard I've heard about you for a while now, but um, you know, I sent you an email a few weeks ago and you responded. Um, we talked briefly, but the more I look into you, dude, in your company, the more I am fascinated and just absolutely your approach to establishing a cannabis brand has is the most unique approach I've ever seen. Um, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to kiss your ass too hard, dude, but you're kind of brilliant for this, man. You're, you're actually very brilliant for this. I've been doing research now, like the last couple of days too. And it's, it's impressive, but I just wanted to kind of just get really quickly start. So I guess, how did you start on cannabis? Um, kind of what's the, you know, quick origin story of uh, Clout King? Um, as far as cannabis goes, um, I grew up in Santa Cruz. I grew up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And cannabis is just part of the culture there. And I have some family in the, in the industry. And... You know, and I just got into it. I got my medical card when I was 18, and I kind of came on and started cultivating right then. And that was, what, 2005? And I was just basically a helper, and we just called it helper percent, and you just kind of worked and just learned. And I did that for about a year and kind of worked on some smaller indoor projects and some greenhouses and whatnot. And in 2008... I got the opportunity to go up to Mendo and work a garden uh, way out in the middle of nowhere in Covalo. Um, it's like probably like 40 miles east of the 101, north of Willits. And I just kind of learned a lot just being out there. Is that Northern and, Cali just because I'm not from Cali and, and some of the viewers may not be? Yeah, it's Northern California. Yeah, okay, Northern sorry. California. Sweet. So, yeah, I moved out there for a summer and... I ended up getting raided. Um, the feds came through just to like, essentially just to chop everything. So all your medical cards were, were null and void. So they just came through, chopped everybody. And, you know, it wasn't a huge deal just because yeah, I got locally prosecuted. They, they like arrested a lot of people those that, that day. Um, and I had to do a month in Mendocino County. Um, and just, you know, I just kind of went back to Santa Cruz and kept on my indoor thing. Um, you know, I grew up, you know, with a family that didn't have a lot of money. So I put myself through college, you know, cultivating. And I went to San Jose State and commuted over the hill every day. Um, and I just kind of kept going with it. And around, you know, then I just evolved into warehouses with my partners. Uh, we bought more properties and just kept, kept on doing our medical thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, around 2015, 2016, I started to see homies in my circle that I knew like the lemon tree guys came out and they started selling t-shirts at the hydro shop. And I just saw different local Santa Cruz brands kind of popping off 
and I would never really have dreamed of doing that because I was just like, you know, I don't want, I don't want to be out there. I don't want to put myself out there. You know, shit, shit happens to people like that. And in general, I always, um, I never really had social media. I just had to take a Facebook where I would just. Like, I guess. No, never. Social, wow. So when did you start social using media social media? In, what what year? 2017. So what? I still didn't have a brand or anything, and we started to acquire targets that were going that were licensable. So in 2017, we purchased a 10 acres uh, parcel in Salinas. That was a greenhouse property. We started renovating. Um, in Southern Monterey County, we purchased a 20,000 square foot warehouse on a two acre lot that we're running distribution and have our Type Seven manufacturing out of. Um, I always had that Mendo property that got raided on, so we're still, you know, licensed there now. We cultivate every year there, and we had a few targets in Santa Cruz. We we had a few warehouses that we actually leased in Santa Cruz, and at that time, we still didn't have like a brand, um, you know, any of my people's per se. And, and this is 2017. We kind of started. Yeah, so, so 2017, like, you know, all the homies are like, hey, you got to get on Instagram because we share memes in this, like, chat or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. whatever, I'll do it. You know, whatever. So I started, like, my personal Instagram. And, you know, I started, everyone's sharing these memes. I'm like, this is kind of funny. Like, I've seen memes, obviously, but I just never really paid too much attention. I just got an app. And then I saw people sharing memes, and my mind got kind of creative. And these kids, some of them were cultivators for me. Some of them weren't. Some of them were a couple trimmers in this group and I started kind of making fun of them and roasting them through memes. Right. And just calling them out. And like the thing that, that got everyone triggered in the group was that it was kind of real. What I was talking about, it was obviously exaggerated, but it was like, man, it was kind of hitting too close to home. And me myself, I like a good roast. I'm down to get roasted and I roasted mm-hmm. them. And it got to the point where they fucking kicked me out of the group or started a new group and like, fuck you Z and like did their own thing. And I was like, all right, well, you roasted them that bad. No, yeah, they're kind of sensitive, you know, pretty <laughs> sensitive in general. So, yeah, like, so then I just started, um, I was kind of showing, I was like, oh, I got to do something with creativity here. So I started making cannabis memes. And um, I kind of showed a few of my homies. I was like, should I, should I make a page? And they're like, yeah, dude, these are hilarious. So it was like September 2017, like a few months after I just started my personal Instagram, I started popping and you know, it just, things kind of evolved from there. Wow. Yeah. And, and just with you telling that, you know, there's kind of some, you can kind of see there's some precursors to that. I mean, obviously with that group with memes, uh, but what I think, what I got to commend you, well, there's a lot of things that I commend you for, but you know, I think, you know, I, you know, I, I got my green car when I was like, when I was 17, worked in medical I'm, I'm i'm 24 so i was this is in seattle so i worked at the very end of medical where you know it's the original medical where it's pretty pretty much the wild wild i mean you know I, you know i was buying and yeah. selling the dispensaries all that stuff right uh the glory days um but i know a lot of people that you know are from the black market or the illegal market and they're very hesitant to get on social media because of you know you know operating back in the day right um and I think that that's yeah. a really hard transition for some people to make, but, you know, obviously you're, you are someone that definitely adapts to the situation. I mean, you're a survivor, a, a thriver, right? Um, I got, I got to commend that. Um, okay. So 
Wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. So 2017. Okay, and so for people that don't know who Cloud King is or who he is, who the, com- what the company is, this will make a lot more sense why I'm so bewildered that he, that he started social media in 2017. So I guess give me the, 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 the baseline, I guess the, 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 the easy synopsis of what is Cloud King? How did you build it? Um, I think you obviously could explain that way better than, than I could, but um, just for the audience. Yeah, so basically, I just posted memes, and when I started the page, I didn't post anything about who I was, but people got a flavor for that I knew about the cannabis market, yeah. the medical market, the, you know, whatever. Some of the inside jokes, so, they're like, this guy, this guy definitely knows. Yeah, yeah and then I would post stuff in my daily life of just what I'm doing, you know, my houses, like, my cars, like, my shit, like, my... my you know, just a little bit, but not really like cannabis stuff. And people are just like, this is bullshit. Like a, a, a meme page that isn't broke. Like that's, that's a joke. You know, there's no way you get your fucking broke kids. I just make memes. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, you know, we started to get a lot of attention like that, you know, Cali outdoor, you know, had a, probably like 50,000 followers back then. And we kind of went back and forth a bunch. And he called me out saying, I'm just, you know, I don't even grow. I'm not this, I'm not that. And at that point it was, end of 2017, um, you know, probably October, November. And, you know, our greenhouse property, our 10 acre greenhouse property was pretty much built out and I hadn't flexed it. I'm like, you know what? We're getting licensed here, whatever. So after he said, basically I wasn't shit and tried to call me out. I just like posted on my story. I was like, here's my greenhouse, you know? And like, here's my shit, and then here's my indoor, here's my stuff, da 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 da. And everyone was like, oh fuck, this guy's like actually, you know, <laughs> he wasn't capping at all. Control. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and then. So was that the so first? That point, so was that the was first still, kind of like not beef, but like kind of like internet kind of tussle for you? Right? Yeah, I would say so. I would like say public? so. So that happened, and people are like, oh, he's a cannabis guy. Okay, he really is a cannabis guy. Whatever. And then I think what kind of broke the internet to a degree was the whole stand thing where my, so I got, I got a compliance attorney, attorney like mid 2017 mm-hmm. and Stan, you know, he was working at a big firm over the hill. Um, and I came to him with licensing questions, land use questions. And we were trying to convert a lot of these properties that were medicinal into license. Cause that was everyone's dream to have a license back then. And they thought the black market or the, the traditional market was going out. So, you know, he was helping me with stuff. And he's like, hey, dude, honestly, like, <clears throat> you know, I just want to come and help. I want to come in house for you guys. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it. And we kind of just brought him in house. So we were at MJ BizCon end of November 2017. Must have been mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah, very end of 2017. Yep. Yeah. 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 And um, so... So I did this joke where Stan was sitting next to some precision, you know, equipment. And I just basically said, what does the beauty butter come out? And had him kind of get all, get pissed off. And I was like, Hey dude, just stand by this machine. I'll do the talking, do your thing. Put it on my story. It kind of went, went viral. You know, I only had like 3000 followers at the time and like 10,000 people watched that story. Wow. And I was like, Holy shit. Um, and then I did a follow up video the next day of him kind of like harassing me and flipping the fuck out. <laughs> and, and then a few months later, that kind of died. And he mentioned, he was like, hey, dude, you know, you should come back and be like, hey, this guy's not a precision sales rep. This guy's actually a cannabis billionaire. 
I was like, you know what? That'd be kind of funny. But I was like, let's take another level. Let's make, let's make your own account, you know, uh, as Stan and portray you as a cannabis investor billionaire. And so we did this and, and Cali Outdoor hated me at the time, you know, took, it was crazy because I was running both pages and I was doing this beef between myself and telling Stan what to say and using, you know, calling people cussies and books and, you know, talking about flipping packs and just like using all the lingo and everyone was like, oh shit, this guy's kind of chill. And um, everyone kind of believed in him. And what was the funniest part about that is they kind of, I was kind of proving that I was a cannabis dude. And the whole internet was willing to take this fucking dickhead cannabis investor side on this whole argument. And everyone was like kind of siding with Stan based on the memes I was posting and the content. And Cali Outdoors took him on his live and talked to him and was like, oh yeah, fuck Cloud King. And, you know, da 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 da. And like, he's like, oh, you're actually a billionaire. Cloud King took an L. I want everyone to go comment L on Cloud King's last post. And like, I got like 500 L comments. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> so, you know, a couple of weeks later, I just went live with them at my house in different rooms and kind of went in the same room and be like, you guys are fucking idiots. Like, I've been running, I've been doing this whole time. He works for me, da 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 da. And everyone lost their shit. <laughs> and since then, the Stan account has just been what it is. But so there was like a lot of, there was like a progression on the attention that we got. And, and you slowly started talking, to like see like, that, that either whether it was real, like quote unquote, I don't know, like internet conflict, or if it was like kind of just for fun, like faking it a little bit, joking around. But you saw regardless whether it was negative or positive comments that drove the algorithm, drove you to get more followers, more quote unquote clout, right? Totally, totally. And it was just me having fun, really. It was just like, it was just talking shit and having fun, you know, yeah. it just kind of kept evolving. And, you know, the marketing was not a brand, it was nothing, right? And then people started continuing asking me, like, you make fun of all these products. You seem to know what you're talking about. What, what flower do you like? What strains do you like? What, what, you know, ask me questions. And then I just basically saw an opportunity. I'm like, dude, like I need to like start a brand. Right. Yeah. And start promoting my shit through this because, and everyone's just like, everyone's going to think it's a joke, that it's a terrible idea. And I was like, no, dude, it's a brilliant idea. Everyone's going to love it. And, and I had this, this one dude actually up in Washington who owned a few dispensaries. I uh, had dinner with him in Seattle early. Which dispensaries? 2018. He, so he sold them early on in the day. His name was Michael. But he knew, he kind of knew all the players up there and this and that. But he just told me it was a terrible idea and stupid and this and that. And I was like, all right, bro. Whatever. Yeah. We'll see. That would come from the like, people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just everyone and I, so everyone thought it was a bad idea. So I did it anyways and started, you know, jarring my product under Cloud King. Like, there were a couple medical shops mid-2018. And then, you know, started branding our, you know, the flower from my indoor facilities. And, you know, we had, we started off with 550 lights. And I only jarred maybe like 20% of it as Cloud King. You know, just the best of the best. And, you know, was my, if it, it was the genetics that went tender for talking, if it's not the best of the best of the best, it's not going to talking. So it was always the best. And people just, it just kind of took fire that it's good flower. And there's obviously humor aspects. And there's just relevancy that 
talking or I have come from, you know, I've been doing this before it was legal, before it was cool, or I guess it was cool back then, before it was legal and all these fuckers just came in to take advantage and didn't know what they were doing and put, kind of put marketing and packaging ahead of product, you know, uh, ahead of their quality and consistency. And there was just a real opportunity there to gain market share. And I took it and, you know, and it's just been progressing. And since then it's, it's, um, ended into Washington where we have a deal there where I fly up there every month and check on that, implement my SLP going there. It's very small. And then I'm out here in Michigan right now. Um, you know, we're kind of clocking out hard here and, yeah, yeah, and and let's get let's. I want to go over. I want to uh, kind of a little bit at the end. I want to talk about the different like how you've utilized Cloud King and how you've leveraged it. But I just want to say too, one thing is, I think, because when I started to look at your, um, when I started to look at, uh, you know, your strategy, you know, you look at like I I see a lot of similarities with like music, right? Like with with like music and stuff in terms of you know clout i mean clout literally you know i think you know hip-hop rap or you know musicians they kind of made that pretty popular term nowadays but what i but when i one thing you notice with musicians is like there's people always talk about clout is like clout is something that is just supposed to be bringing more eyes to it right it's not the actual core of what you're doing and i think you just saying like you know you're always making sure the product is nice you're making sure that you know all the best of the best i think your strategy wouldn't have worked if unless you had that mentality right because it would then be just all of this you know it wouldn't be you know you need good quality to back that you know to back up you know bringing all those eyeballs on there and, and um true that's fascinating yeah. i think there's a lot of you know people you know there's a lot of brands out there that not not just cannabis brands but just brands in general out there that you know they're really great branding they're really good with you know but they're at the end of the day their product fucking sucks right um and, and so i think you this style would not have worked unless you had that mentality of always keeping the quality um and and so another thing too i want to ask you so in 2018 right that's when california started to legalize cannabis right or that's when they started to roll out cannabis legalization right for fe- recreational yeah. excuse me so did you start to see, yeah. and I think you already kind of touched on this, but did you start to see the importance of a brand and how like, that's the only way I'm going to really differentiate my product, you know, not to say like, you know, high quality product, but you hit a ceiling with product, right. In terms of quality. Right. Um, and so how do you not only deliver top quality product, but how do you differentiate yourself? Like, did, was that something a natural? No, I was. Kind of what, was last part of that? what was that? What was the last part you said? Like in 2018, like, like yeah. when did you start to see the importance of brand, really? Or did you slowly kind of ease into it? Um, well, I just I just saw like these, le- like, well, I first saw Lemon Tree, right? When they're mm-hmm. selling like, you know, green, you know, what it was greenhouse for like 3500 a bow. And I was like, what the fuck, you know? Like people are willing to pay more for hype. And like the market's hungry for, every market is hungry for brands. When people buy shit. They don't want to buy bulk alcohol. They don't want to buy bulk shit. They want to buy branded stuff. You know, they identify with branded stuff, you know? Yeah. And, you know, in any market, you know, brand, uh, any industry, brand equity is really everything. Absolutely. So if you, you know, and a lot of these people, 
initially in California, there was like a lot of wholesale or white label accounts that wouldn't produce their own and they had no control and they're at the whim of the market, whether they would get supply or not, or how good their supply would be. So as of being a cultivator, you know, you can control your destiny there if you have the wherewithal to start a brand, you know, but it's a lot of, a lot of work. You have to buy a lot of packaging, you know, and it's, it's, it's easier just to white label or a wholesale your shit in bulk and just get it out right away. But you're at the whim of the market there too. If, you know, price compression occurs and yeah, you're not looking shit. at the long term, right? right. You, you, yeah. And then you have more control if you have, you know, you have more leverage in anything if you have a popular brand that the people want. Um, yeah, absolutely. totally. And, and, and so, and then we get into like diet, you just brought up hype, right? Now, kind of, I, I, you know, I've started to kind of really study you as a recent last like few months, last month, like, you know, last month, really. But, um, you know, you've almost you've now started to kind of, you know, clown on like the hype brands as well. Right. In a way, which I think, you know, first of all, takes balls. Second of all, it is, it's brilliant. Third of all. And what I mean by balls too, is like, it's a new industry. People don't, people are like, they'll talk shit here and there, but they're not really trying to be kind of in your face, not in your face really, but like, you know, kind of, you know, clowning totally. people, you know, in, in public. Right. And, and this kind of, I, I think have started to propel you because you've started to now, I mean, like, you know, all of the memes and stuff, right. I mean, you talk about burner, you talk about cookies, you know, you kind of, you know, you, 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 you make some hilarious memes. Your team makes some hilarious memes, some hilarious uh, content. Um, when did that kind of start, I guess, with like burner and like that, um, that crowd of hype. I mean, Bur I mean, the first, I don't know who the first brand was that I targeted, Yeah. but I mean, like I pretty much, I was posting a meme every day and sometimes two every day since 2017, end of 2017. So it's like, I, I've already made fun of the trimmers. I've already made fun of brokers. I've already made fun <laughs> of a bunch of different cuties, what they buy and the carts and the disty boys and like all that shit. I've already made fun of it all. And it's just like, what's next? Like I gotta be create, you know, now I have an audience and now it's like, you know, I guess Dan Bilzerian and Ignite was the first low hanging fruit yeah. where, you yeah, know, I'm glad in, you did that. I think in 20, in 2015 and 2016, I think I saw this interview with Dan Bilzerian and I don't know who the fuck he was, but I came across this interview where it was just like, there's no Coca-Cola of cannabis. I'm going to be the Coca-Cola of cannabis. This is the new market. And I was oh, like, oh God. man, this, oh, guy, this God. guy has He's it all. He's one of those people. I'm like, <laughs> No, I was like, this guy has it all. He's like the shit, right? He's got yeah. paper. He's fucking going to launch his brand. And it's like, fuck, you know, we're fucked. Like, as far as, like, grassroots cultivators, like, we're fucked. And these, these guys, the new money's going to come in, and they're going to take over the market. Mm -hmm. And that's what I thought. And then as things started to materialize, it's like no one fell for that shit. People are just like, I want good product. I don't give, you know, I'm sure people, a few people would have, right? But for the most part, the market at large in California was like, we want relevant genetics. We want our shit cured proper. We don't, we, we want it to actually taste, you know, you want the terps to translate to the smoke. We, we don't want this just like mothball turp fucking random purple punch crosses. Like, you know, like there was, there was more of a connoisseur market than people gave California credit for. And Absolutely. to see yeah. someone throw that much throw much that much money on shit and be so sure of himself and just to be like you know watch him through a friend of a friend you know buy white label purple punch packs for four racks mm -hmm. and watch him just like 
just started to fall flat on his face, you know, was just entertaining for me. And then I started to just like, my mind just kind of ran with, ran with it. And I started making meme after meme. I'm like, this guy's got 30 million followers and more money than he knows what to do with. I'm not going to get this dude's attention. Like, there's no way I'm going to get this dude's attention. So I started posting these memes and I was actually on a run. And I was thinking, I was like, it'd be hilarious if I doctored a DM that said, I was Dan Bilzerian and make, making like, he's going to sue me. Like, he's going to like, whatever. Like, he's like this little rich bitch that's so mad at me, he's going to sue me. So I made made a fake, you know, DM combo with him and posted it. And it went viral. It went absolute viral. Everyone was watching it. Everyone was reposting it. They're like, oh, my God. So then I'm, like, eating breakfast the Cafe Brazil in Santa Cruz, hanging out. And I get this DM. And it's really Dan Bilzerian. And he's like, hey, dude, like, you know, fuck you for making a fucking fake conversation. And in general, I've, I've made fun of a lot of brands. You know, like, I know Al Harrington personally. Yeah. Um, from Viola, and I made a joke about him just because dispensary owners were telling me that Viola doesn't move on the shelves. And I just did the skeleton meme where it's like, you know, dispensary owners waiting for fucking Viola to move. Pretty basic. And Al called me and he's like, bro, what the fuck? This isn't cool. <laughs> you know, I'm like, hey, dude, it's kind of funny. I'm like, the style of cannabis here. It's just a joke, you know? Yeah. And he was cheated. And I was like, all right, dude, I'll take it down, you know? And like, yeah, yeah. no hard feelings. And he's like, all right, bro. So in general, if someone comes at me like, you know, like they're angry or super upset, you know, like Bernard did once too. Yeah. You told me um, about that. You know, right? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take a meme down, you know, fine. And, but he came at me super sideways and he just said, Oh yeah, you know, you can, you know, you and your buddies can jerk each other off that like I, I contacted you and this and that. And I'm like, dude, you were so full of yourself. And he's like, just unsolicited talking about how he bangs all his chicks and he can dab every day and he runs a, you know, multi multi-million dollar company and he's you know and i'm just like listen to this dude and i'm just like all right bro like he's like but i want you to take that down i'm like i'm not taking it down like what are you gonna do and i started just making fun of him and he's like i recorded this whole conversation i'm like why do i feel like i'm talking to a fucking cop right now and basically he said i'm gonna sue the fuck out of you if you don't take this meme down and i'm like okay so you're saying this is really ironic that you're saying you're gonna sue me for not taking it for a meme where I alleged that you were going to sue me over making memes. I'm like, this is crazy. And he's like, he's like, I'm not suing you for a meme. I'm suing because you fucking lied. And you're this and that. And, this and, this and I'm just like, oh my God. And so I start to stand. I'm like, does this guy have any fucking, you know, and he said like uh, dirty.com. This guy, Nick Ritchie, I believe. He said, he, I don't know the backstory at all, but he said he got him fired off of dirty.com and it cost him 750K. And he's going to sue the fuck out of me. And Stan's like, yeah, this guy can make your life hell if he has enough money just to burn up, right? Yeah. He can make your life hell. And I'm just like, that might be the best thing for the brand, really. This fucking damn Bulgarian. Excuse me. Okay, 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 and, okay, okay. And this is, this is first of all, your brilliance. And also, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Burner. I think I, I'm, I'm a big fan of what he's done with cookies and, and all the stuff that he's built. But this is something that shocked me. He's, first of all, a rapper. Second of all, and I think it's really, I think he's just a little, like, how, how old are you, by the way, Z? You don't mind me asking? 33. 33? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're, yeah. So you're in, yeah. You're in the younger Okay. So, and I don't know how old Burner is exactly, but like, and I swear Burner should know this, but like, dude, when it comes to clout and it, when it comes to this strategy, 
if you do it, the moment that you respond in any way, you are automatically feeding the clout to the other person, to you, right? Like, yeah. And it's, and it's just like, dude, you, you either, okay. And there's, and in my opinion, there's two ways to go about like, either you play, you make a joke of it. You kind of, you know, you, you, you know, you know, you're, you're okay with getting clowned on, you know, and you know, you laugh it off or whatever, or you just ignore it. Anything else though, bad fucking move. And I sort of, the moment that, you know, exactly like the, like you just said, I was really, it's like, yeah, it's like, he's going to try to threaten the suit. It's probably just gonna be good for the brand. Right. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel like I would just do a GoFundMe and and just do like the, the fam versus Dampletarian and and I would just air that dude out. And I and I told him, I was like, dude, if you sue a grassroots cultivator, your brand is dead. Your reputation is dead. Yeah, you are done over a meme. Over a meme. If you sue a grassroots cultivator over a meme, and he's like, oh, you kind of got me there. Right? But, um, but, but Stan just told me like, don't, you know, this guy's egotistical enough to do something like that. And he's got enough money, like, so just take it down and say, and, and you have to say it's fake. So I took it down and I said it was fake. Mm-hmm. The conversation and admitted it and alluding, hopefully alluding to the fact that he's really going to sue me, but most people just, I don't know, you know, um, I was going to go pretty far with it too. If he didn't contact me, you know, I was just gonna, you know, but stand in on live that night and go live with a few different people and get their opinion with some other attorneys and be like, yeah, it's, it's only, uh, you know, it's only slander if you prove that it's uh if it's if you can if you if you prove that it's true it's not slander so all i have to do is on the court of law prove that ignite is mid because that's the memes i've made and i think i can do that and so i was just ready to just hammer i was ready to just hammer him you know and and stan Stan told me not to and it's not worth it and the duty says so that sunday you know i was like i'll do it monday and he's like no do it now and like I was just like, fine. So I took it down and did the thing. Gave it a few months, and I'm like, ah, oh, I just got to keep making Ignite memes. So I just kept making Ignite memes again and again and again. But I, I didn't, you know, per his per his request, he was just mad that I impersonated a conversation where everyone was saying that he sued me over a meme. Yeah. So, I mean, eventually I want to repost that. Just I mean, showing how I much of us. posting yeah. memes about him being like broke slash him being a trust fund kid slash all the stuff that came out recently. But uh, if you did, then hey, man, yeah. you're telling the truth, right? No, I was. I really did, and <laughs> and that's the thing that it was it was it was it was, all, it, was all, it was all true, and it was just like oh this guy's full of shit, you know. Dude, and really he got called out. He got called out pretty hard, but like I could have been wrong, you know. But I called it like I thought I saw it, and like everyone was pretty obvious. But you know, I was more just making jokes about this guy and. Uh, I made fun of Cresco a good amount. I made fun of Candescent a good amount. Uh, I gave hell to um, what the fuck's their name? Rock Garden. Mm-hmm. Put them through the ringer a little bit, just because I just know I knew like the Nug dudes at Oakland, and I know they did a lot of toll processing, and I'd always see their stuff getting toll processed when I went through their facility. And you know they're saying it's for their for their, their sauce, they used to gram it up. First they came in and undercut the market when I was getting 30 bucks a gram for sauce, they came in at 16 mm-hmm. and just dicked up the market pretty hard. I was like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, who are these guys? And then, you know, just kind of saw that they were just blending a bunch of Gorilla Glue, like, you know, crosses and Jay, Jack Cross fucking auto flowers. 
mm-hmm. and just blasting it, mixing it all together and calling it different shit. Uh, and then their live resin cart was like distillate that, you know, they were throwing live chirps on it and saying it was like a, you know, refined live resin cart. And then, you know, asking them what that's about. And they're saying, Oh, it's, you know, refined live resin. And it's like, well, it sounds a lot like a process for distillate, right. And adding fucking live terps. But I don't know. I just hammered them pretty good. Their COO got pretty triggered and was in my DMS and was defending himself on memes, which was a bad call. You know, like don't be in the comments of a meme, like defending your company. Cause it just makes you look like more of a jackass, it's so but then true, they, they have a lawsuit on them, but, but then they have a lawsuit on them for like lying false advertising. So I was right about that too. So, I mean, like, you know, um, and I, I feel know. like, I like, feel I like you're, uh, you're, I can't remember what was his name, but your, your partner or the, 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 the other guy who was telling you to take it down. I feel like you guys kind of have a pretty decent balance there where he'll kind of make sure you don't go too far or, you know, I'm not to say that you can't, I mean, not really. I, I, yeah. I kind of do what I want, but like, yeah. <laughs> I just don't, you know, you know, I don't want an extreme amount of drama. Like I don't, yeah. I think it would be an energy detraction to like yeah. being a lawsuit with Dan Bilzerian, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean I think it's I think it's bad to happen at some point really. Um yeah, I don't know. But like how much it's free media attention you're right though, dude. You would probably there'd probably be thousands of articles written about it, dude. There'd be would but would the I think I think the lawsuit be worth it. There's a huge upside. Yeah. There's a huge upside. Huge upside. Um God, for sure. Dude. And, and dude, it, this is why you like, you know, like I said, I'm a fan of Burner. I'm a fan of, I'm not really a fan of Dan Blazarian, but you know, um, dude, you, this is a brilliant marketing strategy. And it's, and it's like you were saying, all your friends were telling this a stupid idea. People were telling this stupid idea. And you, you kind of kept developing it and seeing where it goes. And now you're, you know, I, I talk about like cannabis branding and I and always like, how do you differentiate yourself besides having really quality product and all that? And, and there's, there's all these different types of ways, right? But, you know, you really are a unique individual slash brand that is um, really like it is some of the most innovative marketing I've personally seen ever in cannabis. Um, and that's why I was totally. so fascinated with you dude, when definitely, I first. Yeah. Um, definitely unique. But uh, OK, so. Real, so I wanted so. Let's get into like how you leveraged this now into other things right so you know cloud the cloud king brand is now in is, it's been in california right it's you're now in michigan right now currently right yeah yep yep and you're working with um mso um currently just in michigan but we're expanding into massachusetts yeah and and they brought and and they brought you on right because they they're they're like you know what you're doing. You actually, you know, you you definitely you've taken risks, but you've taken calculated risks, and, and um, it's paid off. And and so you've leveraged, you know, this unique marketing style to now get you know other opportunities, and you're expanding the Cloud King brand. Um, and and I, 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 yeah, dude, it is it's wild, dude. That is so wild, bro. That is so wild. That is so fucking wild to me, dude. Um, and yeah, and it's crazy. Like, I don't really, you know, I, I wonder, has there been, have you seen any other companies that have like tried to, you know, I was talking to somebody about this this morning. Cause I was talking to a friend of mine, cause I, 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 I brought you up and I brought up, um, 
you know, your, 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 your clout strategy. And I was kind of thinking like, is there really a, is there a brand out there? Like I know there's individuals, right. And, and there's kind of an individual feeling to what clout King is, right. The name clout King, right. That's referring to like one person, I guess, but, but in general, like building brands off of, you know, what do you, what do you, what would you call it? Trolling? Or would you call it like, um, you know, just, just, I, I mean, like, I how mean, would you define it? I call it trolls for tithing. <laughs> oh, so, funny. you know, you just basically, I mean, in like, when I'm trolling somebody, it's like, I'm not, <laughs> or trolling a brand or like making memes. It's like, I mean, that's the way it, I mean, the, I think the reason it kind of works is because it's organic and it's just, yeah, I'm just kind of fucking around. No, absolutely absolutely like, and I and think, like and like yeah. if it goes it's like i already have my investments writing rather mm-hmm. you know if if a brand my the brand pops or not you know it's like i'm not counting on cloud king to be the thing it it's moves, side it moves the percentage of now at this point that yeah at a higher ticket you know it's just a side project that collects a royalty off of the farms because it sells shit at a higher ticket you know and i put the best of the best in it and make sure it's there i go through heavy qz and you know like it's just it's just more for having having fun and i'm not really thinking about it it's just an organic process where having fun and just and these stunts kind of get a lot of attention and it's it's funny to to bring shed light on some shit and it's funny to also just just do what i'm doing yeah and i can't tell you how many people that like that I've like that they've they either showed me Cloud King or like I've told that I've told them that I'm uh, having you on the podcast. Every like every single person said those dudes are fucking hilarious. Like <laughs> like like and and I, I, so I wait, 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 when you say those dudes so, um, and that, so people think you're a group, but I, I know I mean like how would you define it? Like that's what some some people think. I not you know people that I know. Yeah, there's so there's there's only me that has access to the page. Yeah. Um, and I'm the only one who posts on the page. When I first started in 2017, I had a homie that kind of blasted shit and did some trim, mm-hmm. purchased trim and stuff. And um, he helped me with the page for about four or five months in 2017. Like we'd go tip for tat, and he's a pretty hilarious dude. Um, and I didn't know the ropes on Instagram, so he helped me out. And so basically when we're posting two memes a day, I post a meme in the morning, he posts one in the afternoon. And he more is like a, a hash kid and had more of a temperature on the kind of hash nerd market mm-hmm. and made a lot of really relative memes there. And me, I'm just more cultivation, brokering, you know, kind of, you know, that kind of more memes targeted there. And for the first six months, it worked out. And then they kind of, he was kind of bragging that he was helping with the page to someone who kind of got word out there. He only has, he has a, a, a glass eye because he had cancer when he was a kid. Mm. and extract artist the magazine started calling clocking out for only having one eye you know and mm. he got really pissed and really hurt feelings at that point he just said fuck this and so he hasn't been involved in the page in about two and a half years now yeah but initially he helped he really helped big time like get me going he helped introduce in the right you kind of to the overall so, social media scene and yeah because like, he he, he's, he's been on the scene for such a long time so initially i started the page about a month into it i asked for his help you know, because I didn't know what to do. And I was like, hey, and I didn't really get Instagram. I'm like, don't people have accounts and post them, whatever, whatever. So anyways, yeah, 
that that's how that was. And then, yeah, so basically a couple of my partners, when I didn't know Cloud King was going to really be what it was, you know, a couple of my partners that I was partnered on cultivation space with, I was like, hey, you know, why don't you have some percents of it? You have some percents of it. And I kind of allotted percents to different people that I thought would bring shit to the table mm-hmm. and not really knowing what Cloud King was going to blow up to. So I was a little more lax and just giving like, you get 5%, you get 5%, you get, you know, whatever. And, uh, and it kind of blew up and I kind of bought percents back and, you know, but now I have like four or five partners, um, shareholders in cloud King. But as far as like people that are actually active in the company, you know, it's basically just me. And like, (laughs) and I got a couple people that public perception and like, obviously the social medias and, 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 and the, the overall public. Yeah. I mean, they're just shareholders at this point. I mean, they'll, you know, if there's a phenol hunt going on and they find a good cut, you know, my partners, you know, we'll kick it towards Cloud King. If there's a collab, you know, they'll bring a collab to the table. But as far as like spreading the brand, doing the QC, doing the memes, you know, deciding the menu, making um, product allotment you know, decisions, it's, 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 it's all me. So essentially, I'm more or less a one man show, but more as it's growing, I think the other people involved will just probably give it more attention. I'm hoping that's going to be the case. Yeah, absolutely. So at this point with your, with your, you know, uh, broad, you know, your, your vast knowledge of, of social media now and, 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 and understanding a meme, how powerful it can a meme be in 2020, 2021? I mean, I don't know. I mean, are you talking about in reference to like TikTok and other platforms and shit? Or are you just talking about memes in general? I just think memes and I mean, dude, like nowadays, like there's a little, like for like, for major political, you know, elections, dude, like both sides now have like fucking armies of me- like meme creators now. Like, I think it just, me- memes are insanely fucking. Yeah, I, 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 I think they're super powerful. And I think like, if you can be funny and have like a, a good speck of truth in there, I think that's where it, when it hits too close to home for a lot of people. If you can that's find- That's also what makes it funny and, and, and makes it, you know, people pay attention because, you know, it, it, it's it's funny because it's true like you know a little bit of that exactly that's yep. dude that is wow man dude this is this yeah this is one of this is the most fascinating marketing strategy i've ever seen in cannabis like it, it is one of a kind i do you have you seen anybody to try to like replicate your as strat your, your strategy at all whatsoever tried to uh, or is it not, it's not really possible. Like, right. It's, it's kind of something that organically happened and it's kind of hard to, you know, recreate it with another company. Right? Yeah. I mean, like there's, there's a few cannabis meme pages, like, yeah. But as far as, and I think there's like a small circle of people that make memes, but like to but monetize transferring it to that actually, clout into the brand. I think that's really the, you know, the magic, right? Like, it, you know, they're, they're like, if you look at music, like you look at like hip hop, right. There's like, you know, analysts like hip hop analysts, quote unquote, or whatever you want to say, um, you know, they'll talk about how like there's people that are good at getting clout, but they don't know how to transfer it into their music, right? They don't know how to transfer it into their product. And, and like who? What was that? Give me a hip hop example of someone who has clout but can't transfer it in their music. Um, okay, so someone that is good at transferring it. Um, hmm. Let's see right off the top of my head. Okay, I guess someone like um, uh, Little Pump, right? You know Little Pump? Yeah. 
Yeah. So he was, you know, he was good at it at one point, but this kind of goes back to not having the, if you have, if you, if you just, if you, if you live off clout, if the engine is just running on, on, on clout and there's no substance there, there's no good quality product, whether it's good music, good cannabis, then eventually, you know, you can't just run on clout. And so now you're starting to see, you know, you saw, you saw him do the whole Donald Trump thing. You see him, you know, he just, he released a, he released a song. He did like 250,000 streams, uh, which is terrible for him. Um, you know, and, and then you can sit and you start to see like, there's only like three or four moves that he has. And it's all about just starting some beef with somebody. But at, at the end of the day, clout is to be. His product is subpar. What was that? His product is subpar. Exactly. Your understanding of that early on when you just said that at the beginning of the conversation, I was like, that's why. That's why this is sustainable. That's why it's continuously growing. Um, right? Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. That is so that is so fucking fascinating, man. You dude. Brilliant guy. You're 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 a brilliant dude. And I also gotta commend you, dude, for because you know, there's a lot of people that were, you know, if they were told their idea was stupid by all their friends. I mean, there's, there's, I think with some really, you know, some, some amazing entrepreneurs out there, I think some of them, I think, including yourself, like they have the stubbornness in them. They, they have that confidence in them. No, 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 this will work. This will work. And then when it does, what everyone told them, you know, told, you know, told you that it wouldn't must feel kind of good. Right. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, there's always inherent risk, right? It's yeah, like, absolutely. It could have gone bad and then, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, there's an, you know, sometimes a, a troll could always black fire or shit could go bad and like you could get sued or whatever, you know, it's like, but has, has anything gone bad? Kind of, like, has there been any negative, like major negative effects from or um, uh, effects from 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 the strategy or or no, for the most part? I mean, Damble, uh, the Dambles Arians, whatever. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I've lost a few friends, right? Just being a little too uh too funny i guess <laughs> um i mean yeah bernard wasn't super stoked when he called me yeah um for sure um and i just told him you know i'll take the meme down whatever whatever like you know it was just about i didn't know i made a diabetic meme i didn't i didn't know he was actually diabetic i thought it was more of a fat joke yeah and um you know he was like super bummed and called me and he's like threatening to pull up on me and shit i'm like whoa dude like I think you got me twisted. You're tangling me up with like that for you best price dude that like threatened his kid and shit. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm just like being funny here. Yeah. And you know, I'm going to continue to do so. Cause I started producing more memes, but I'm just like, yeah, I won't make fun of your disease. If yeah. that's something you really don't want. Yeah. And he kind of came around and was like, whatever. I mean, he's probably pissed at me now. Cause I made a bunch of memes about cookies after the fact, <laughs> but you know, but you have, you just, have, limits, I mean, just, you're not, which I, which I think everyone can appreciate that. You know, you're not, you know, which I, I think in the long run too, I think that'll be super beneficial to you. Do you yeah, have I mean, worries about the future? To... Sorry, keep going. Um, Worries about the future? I don't know. I mean, it's no, just no, kind just of like, one day at a time. Yeah, I feel you. 100%. Yeah, man. It's just like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely um, negative ramifications always mm-hmm. in the you know, but the positives outweigh the negatives for sure as of now, right? And I think continue they continue they will continue to do that. I think. Um, would you say so? Or 
Yeah. Totally. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like some people, I mean, for example, with Cresco, like we signed a, we, we were doing a deal with them because we still, we white labeled a lot of our greenhouse packs. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any greenhouse under Cloud King. Our, our greenhouse brand was Monterey Kushko and mm-hmm. that's out of Salinas. And um, we would white label, I don't know, like we produced a lot of fucking weight and we still produce a lot of weight and we have to white label like probably at least half the crop depending on the season. And we're signing up a deal with Cresco and um, we worked closely with them. I worked on a deal and they were just super cocky and pompous and mm. whatever, whittled us down and just were really demeaning. That's when the market, it was 2018. So market was really kind of compressed and like, mm. it was just kind of a rough market at the time. And they low bought us and we essentially told them, to, you know, it's not where we're not going to work, but essentially uh, or, or initially with the, with the relationship, we gave them a bunch of fresh frozen and stuff. They, and they said it melted like but you know their guy was weigh, was weighing all the kilos in the sun when it was like 78 degrees in carpinteria and shit mm. and we're like bro like this is fresh frozen bro like, <laughs> like so we, yeah we, we took a lot but we i was like this is a big mso their, their money's green let's like try to accommodate them and we accommodate them on a few loads and just ate it and we probably ate it like 250k and finally they want to do a flower purchase and lowball is like fuck you guys we're never and they continue to, to lowball so started, all that money damn yeah, yeah, no, they're just pieces of shit. So I was just like, whatever, dude, like, fuck you guys. So we stopped working with them, and they were just like, well, we're going to be around forever, and you you have a limited shelf life. This is the last comment. They're COO of California. I was like, all right, bro. Like, So I started making memes of them, and and then they're, you know, an ex-Cresco employee was looking at some flowers to purchase out in Michigan on a white-label deal, and I was looking at them, and he worked for another company. Now I'm not going to say which one. And... Uh, he was like, "Oh, are you that, you know, you're that clogging dude? Oh, fuck! Like, he did not want to talk to me after seeing me like Rose Cresco. So it's like a lot of like the people, the suit and tie type people. Like most people are just like, oh, I fuck with you. This is funny. And yeah. some of them are just like, this the is super suits, unprofessional. Suits fuck aren't you. Take, yeah, they're like oh, unprofessional. No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a dull, they, they just don't fucking understand, dude. The the internet slash, dude. This is the era, dude. This is the era of trolling. This is the era, like." growing up dude bro we'd be sh- dude, i'd sh- dude our my friends bro we were so fucking mean to each other we would just troll it dude we would shit on each other we're trolling all day each other bro and it's like the older generation i swear to god dude they i think a lot of them have figured it out but some definitely have it and it it it, it sticks out like a sore thumb for sure um totally yeah, yeah i mean so i mean that that's in a nutshell and we're just i'm just expanding the brand to a few different states and just we're doing doing our thing yeah man absolutely dude well thank you so much for your time yeah i really appreciate it um seriously uh, i'm fascinated with you know your overall your whole story and your strategy and and um you know it, it like you said there is there's there was there was a risk there there is a risk there but um you know i i think you, you know you are a one-of-a-kind cannabis uh entrepreneur um you know, I think that just hearing your whole story too, of how you kind of like how it all came to be, it, it's, it's so fascinating. And, um, thank you again for your time. Uh, seriously, I really appreciate it. Um, so, yep. and so the Instagram is, is clout King 2.0, right? Yep. So we have clout King, clout King 2.0 is my like meme page. Um, 
clout king dot grown is flower page. Um, my attorney's page was satire the real dot Stanley RR, and then turds is my new uh, flower line I'm launching. And oh, you're doing. Oh, I forgot you're doing turds too. Okay, I saw that. I saw yeah because yeah. I saw um, the black market Viking CJ and and uh, Jay and they they all went out there. Um, yeah, so at turds official is, is um, real real quick. Why did why did you it, turds? Is it, it? I'm just. Is it building off nerds or? Is that turds underscore official? Um, no, I mean when I went out to Massachusetts to kind of look at their flower and their operations and whatnot in general. Mm-hmm. I just toured a few cultivators. I'm like, God damn it, this weed sucks. I was like, you, we, I'm like, we should launch a brand named Turds and just put all this brown weed in there and fucking whatever. It's all fucking turd weed. And then I started to evolve the idea and I was just like, you know, it'd be hilarious to like, if you're going to call a brand Turds, you would just do the, use the Nerds font. You'd make yeah. it, you'd spell it different, put it <laughs> at the end and just make it funny. But you got to put the dankest weed ever in that bag. <laughs> I love so, that. I love that. Uh, last beans, question. Last question jump. before you go. I saw. I yep. thought this was just hilarious too. But like, I saw the video of you know, uh, of you with the the security card with that that recent Clout King drop. And like, yeah, we need the security because these some of the uh, cookies fans are 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 lurking. They're they're be is is that real or is that is that just a troll or? It, that was a troll. Yeah. That's so fucking funny, dude. That is so fucking funny, bro. Dude, you are a master. Yeah. What was the term? Troll, troll, troll advertising, or what was it? Trolls advertising. Troll, dude, dude. That is so fucking funny, man. Hell yeah, man. Well, I really appreciate your time. This is the Frame of Flower podcast, episode number twenty-seven. This is with Z of Cloud King, the Cloud King. I really appreciate you, Z. Thanks for coming on. All right, man. Thank you. All right. Later. Appreciate you. Bye.